Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Black Entourage Podcast. Today we are joined with Sean as well as Jamal and me here. Yeah. I realize I never say my my own name. Interesting. It it's in the credits. It's okay. Well, I mean, you're in the description. It says like here. All right, cool. Social media. Duly noted. All right, and today we are going to be talking about um, some current events. So it seems as if, um, who was it? Joe Budden and... Snoop, not, not Joe Budden, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bad Joe. Oh. Bad Joe and Snoop Dogg got um, oh, no, JD. There was, there was, there was on Instagram oh, Live. That's yeah. how it started. Yeah. So okay, it was, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it, was, it was Bad Joe and Snoop Dogg. Yeah. They yeah. got um, Puffy as well as uh, JD to get on an Instagram Live mm-hmm. and to talk about whether or not they would want to do a versus. Yep. It seems like they're down for it. There was a lot of back and forth about who had the most hits. JD said, come to Atlanta, I'll show you what's going on. And then Puffy's like, bro, you can't fuck with me. I have way too many hits. So how do y'all feel like, would you like to see a Diddy and JD versus? Do you think it's a good matchup? It's definitely a good matchup, but some things have to be clarified as in what defines a producer? Yeah, a producer. Is it just gonna be? Is it under your label? Or these are my artists. Yeah, artists, and or did he actually produce the tracks? Right. So that's the biggest thing, right? But even if they don't do that, it's just you know kind of like how the old school producer versus was, where they just if they was in the studio, produced that shit, had a verse or whatever, they played that shit. Yeah. So that's if that's the way it's gonna be. JD doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> no. I think uh, he does. No, I, I don't think so. I know he has hits. He has a lot of hits. He has hits. A lot of hits. He has like jagged ass. Did you, did you, Puff did you know he has, did you know he produced success? Success? For no, JD and Oz? Yeah, that's his beat. <laughs> That's, that's, that's an interesting one. See, there's some shit that he But is that, that it depends on the songs that go against. Is that a guaranteed win? Yeah, that's a guaranteed win. Don't matter. I don't think so. Depending what, what on the song. That? What beats what be that? What beats that that Puff has? What beats that that Puff has? So, can I go big? You can go big. Can I go big? I'll probably do... You can go Mace. I don't yeah. think there's a song that beats that. Hove and Nas. Harlem World. Probably go Harlem World. Hove and on their best feature. That is their best feature. I don't know. But let's not... <laughs> I don't think that's a guaranteed win. It just depends on what it goes against. And the catalog is so hard, so long, that's what makes it go hard. The only thing that could beat that is um, 40. About 48 20, hours of... 24 hours of... 20, yeah, tw- yeah. This is too many legends. <laughs> I don't know. To be honest, I feel like Versus is all about vibes. So yes. I feel like whoever creates the best vibe mm-hmm. is going to be the winner. And because Jay-Z. it's it's literally Who, like... Who's okay, going to party harder that than Puff? That was it. <laughs> but he has songs with like... He has like... Not real legends, but he has like... Good time music. Like he good has, time music. He yeah. has a shitload of songs from The Brat. He has the a brat. shitload of songs. I'm pretty sure with Missy. Like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Jagged Edge, um, One Twelve, One Twelve Pop, One Twelve Pop, yeah. You that's know, true. Faith Evans, that's true. Usher's first album, Usher Shit, the Face was Pop. Uh, I mean, Kiss, but, but, you like, got the Locks, but he you has got, songs, but like, they, come he on, Money Ain't a Thing. I he has songs with, he has songs with the fuck up. Fat Bass School comes on, engine, engine, number nine, on the New York transit line. Mm. In that train it's, a, it's not a thing. Big it up, big it up, big it up! Big it up. 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 Big it up.
song. Jump around. I got one song. That that's not a win. But that'll win against what you was just singing. No way. I'm probably not. No way. And this is just magic. No magic. way. Not. I don't know because that's feel good music jump, for real. Yeah. That fake Evan shit isn't losing to jump yeah. around. Nigga. <laughs> no right. way. Right. No way. Go, go around. But I do think that if like. I think versus getting to a point where they they can only go up, they can only shoot up because people's only watching for the bigger matchups that make sense now. If it's a match that don't really make sense, I don't see people like giving up their Thursday, Tuesday after evening for two and a half, three hours for say it was JD versus I don't know, leave someone else out there, right? But who else could really go after a, a, a Diddy and JD, right? We're not going to get the Nas and Jay-Z. I don't know. I feel like we're not going to other producers. We're not going to. The one that really makes sense is the Dr. Dre and. For real? And, no, and Puff. That's the East and West Coast. That's like the 90s shit, right? Kind of does. Let's talk about that. But I also feel like um, Joe Budden, I'll credit him because he did. I did hear that on his. He said that the best thing they could do for this, and it made total sense because both their catalogs are so long and so big, it'd be hard to break that down into 20. So he said have like a two-part versus, you do 20 songs here in Atlanta, and then they go and do 20 songs in New York. So, cause like it's just two meccas. There's <laughs> a lot of music. It doesn't have to be like the same day, obviously. Yeah, I don't know. They, they got, they got eighty know. songs. I don't know. If, yes, he does. I'm yeah, they both. They right both now. got. <laughs> and he's and, and Jermaine Dupri is a hard out, bro. He has confessions too. Yep. He has burn. Yep. He has Mariah Carey, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of shit from Mariah uh, Carey. His that. R&B bag is probably heavier he than Puff's. He has my boo. Yeah, yeah. so his R&B bag is going to be he heavier than Puff's. He has moments in time. He has franchise boys. He has songs with Paul Wall. Nah. You don't think so? I don't know. That's a big part of my childhood. All that shit. songs with T-Pain. Yeah. But it's not about the songs, right? It's how it's played, it's when it's played, yeah. how it's yeah. set the mood, right? Because we've seen it time and time again where, I mean, we always go back to the Fab and Kiss. Fab tried to go R&B on Kiss. Kiss said, hell no, nah. we'll stick it in the streets. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and I will say that, it. yeah. I, and I will say it's also pretty amazing that uh, we already heard a verses from Kiss. He gave us 20 already. But then he came in with the locks wow. and dropped songs all over again that he didn't do the first time. So shout out to him that this shows his catalog, but we're not talking about that. Um, if he had to go 20, who would you think would win that? Who? Between uh, JD and Puff. Puff? Um, I think I'm going to say JD. JD? Just to be devil's advocate, because that's usually your role? Just because I don't think his shit is like... Like, if they was going against, like, JD, you're going to be the nigga that's like, nah, this nah, nigga might win. Nah, this this nigga. Nigga. <laughs> I feel like it shouldn't be, like, all three of us, Puff. Like, it's not that... It's not I mean, that. but if that's your opinion, that's your opinion. Yeah, that's your opinion, but... I, my opinion is this nigga will give Puff a fucking hard time. It'll be a hard time. It'll be a good time. That's yeah, I think it's a win. It's gonna be a good time. It's just a win no matter what. That's like one of the ones you probably get together with people. Because that's essentially a party. <laughs> with that playlist that's gonna be set for you already. Mm-hmm. So that'll just be a good time to kind of 
maybe throw a barbecue on if it's on a weekend. That should be dope. And yeah. you can play it on the loudspeaker and have a mm-hmm. ball. Yep. yep. So that could definitely be a future move. Cause I think it's going to happen. I mean, obviously they just got to get the money talk right with those two. He <laughs> probably won't even do it. I was about to say, maybe not. Who? Huh? He probably just want to sponsor his shit. Like, yeah. Right. A couple of his artists. It already sponsored like the early joints. Remember <laughs> yeah, all the did. early models rock all over the it place. Did. But it might be go, it might go ham on fucking. Uh, hanging from the balconies. Yeah, hanging from the signs everywhere. Sparkles everywhere. Bottle <laughs> girls walking the fuck around. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. You gotta think like if that's the thing that Puff will bring. He will bring the entertainment showmanship to the verses. What if this nigga comes out in a shiny suit from 1996? Yeah, <laughs> With the shades? He gotta keep them. He gotta keep them. What, what, what if he brings out Birda Bates and He gotta keep them like, shiny suits to himself. He gonna like, bring out kids though. Niggas been bringing out kids. No, I, th- I don't think. It's I guess like, if he does 24 hours, bring out everybody he, for 24 hours. You can't bring out DMX. Can't bring out. Uh, you can't bring back D. Yeah. And, and Black Rob's on it too. Yeah, Black Rob. Yeah. Well, that'll be that song legendary. Yeah, that'll be a good tribute for him. That's a guaranteed win if that comes on. Yeah. Like you right. said, that's a, that's a, that's definitely a guaranteed yeah. win. But if as far as the verses we had so far, that's definitely. One of the ones I'm more looking forward to. Uh, oh, Gucci and Jeezy. What was the one that was last? What was the one that just happened? Not Fat uh, Joe and Ja Rule? Yeah, it was oh, amazing. It, it was amazing. I actually missed that one. It was good. It was I missed good. that one. Yeah, good. but just from It's not going to be as good as this one. Yeah, just no, from no. Ja's catalog. I but mean, both of them are like hip-hop legends. Yeah. Right? yeah. They're so New York. They're hip-hop legends. All of them got hits on hits on hits. Yeah. It was a good. It was a good. Team. Ideally, it's not the best matchup for both of them, but like they're brothers. They, they, they yeah. So I mean, it's just showing love at that point. Oh yeah, it's like Dusty Dusty. Bitch, yeah. Fantastic. That is the Joe I love. <laughs> that, that is the Joe I ride. Elephant for. in the room, Joe. That's uh. Yes. Who the fuck is gonna tell me I can't say nigga? Nigga, 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 Some chicks and bitches and some bitches is hoes. Like, after that shit, I don't know whether to be offended or be like, he's right. This is the nigga. He's down for the Oh, man. Alright, well. Is there any other dream matchups in verses? I don't know. I wanna see Hit Boy go again. Do you think Pharrell will ever do one? Mm, it has to be against the right person. Who is the right person? Kanye, 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 Kanye yeah. won't do it. Kanye is definitely not going to do that. Hell no. Nah. He'll it. never do it. You have to have a it, it, it would have to be Timberland. Oh, but Timberland. Oh, that would be Tim, good. No, Timberland versus Pharrell. Because their tones match yeah. up. Yeah. It was good. Very yeah. great. Be but I don't know. I feel like... Mm, eh, Actually, him against any it. super producer would be good. Him against. Did Ryan Stop. Leslie do it? Ryan Leslie should Ryan come Leslie out. Ryan Leslie would be great. Against <laughs> Pharrell, for sure. Not even just against Pharrell, just Ryan Leslie has hits and his writing is extensive and his producing is long. <laughs> like, I'll never forget those Ryan Leslie videos on YouTube where he's like making the beats. Yeah. Like, it's like, let me get these coins. Yeah. This nigga ordered a horn. It was like, 
he literally ordered a fucking horn yeah. and got it delivered within the hour to his fucking house. And like, shout out to him. Last time I seen him, he was on uh, the Earn Your Leisure podcast. And uh, he was talking about his investments there. And he said he put, uh, what was it, like $10,000 into the Apple at one point, And it made him like $100 million or something like that, just off residuals. And it was growing. So I guess that's a story to kind of stick to your guns. I am not a financial advisor. And hold on. Invest at your own risk. Hold on. Um, yeah, so where do we go from there? Um, we can talk about, whoa, what was that video we were supposed to watch about? Oh, Bill Murr. Mar. Is it Murr? Murr? Bar? Bill Murr? Murr? It might be Murr. Bill Murr is the other comedian. Yeah. Okay. This. You might be thinking about Bill Murray. Yeah. I was like, wait. (laughs) (laughs) We was both wrong, but half right. We was both right. Combined it. Combined it. (laughs) I really don't know people's names. Um, but yeah, so essentially last week on his show on HBO, um, he was talking about, uh, it was called Real Time, he was talking about how uh, there's starting to be like a lot of segregous actions uh, throughout the country that's kind of starting to kind of kind of start the whole separation of blacks and whites, uh, starting with like there being two national anthems, he brought up the NFL now. Uh, playing Lift Every Voice at the beginning of every football game. Uh, he's talked about uh, a university in Michigan that now has uh, like separate classes and another university that has like a separate gym for blacks and whites and how that's a slippery slope to going backwards to having the white and black schools and separating dorms already by black and white. And uh, I definitely feel there's a deeper topic uh, conversation to have there, especially in 2021, where everything is a, uh, I guess, a, a heated topic debate. or debate in regards to things like the critical race theory and learning our history and them accepting us and acknowledging their faults, mm-hmm. reparations, etc., etc. You know, like so I mean, the list is on the conversation is it, it could go deep, and I kind of wanted to get your ideas and where you guys are thinking about that. Oh, uh, you want to go first? You want to go first? Listen. No, you can go first. No, go ahead. <laughs> you want me to go first? Yeah. All right. Well, I had a big issue listening to him talk like that. Um, talk your shit, King. Like, <laughs> Bill Maher, Bill Maher is, like, super liberal, but he's almost, like, a white liberal. Like, he's the problem with just, just politics all over the place and he mentioned some some things in that little rant he had mm-hmm. um that is true yeah but like there's a lot of black people now that have a problem with like desegregation because yeah. that put us back we were we literally had a black wall street mm-hmm. we had fucking art like that that was black thing like yeah. Harlem, black art, black this, black that. Every time we build it up they they destroy it. And he is he's he's talking segregation, so like desegregation so heavy, but you you desegregated but then left us out of it. So you basically was like, Y'all can't start your own shit. But come let's come together. 
and y'all still found a way to keep us out of it. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of people, like black scholars or whatnot, think that desegregation was the biggest mistake that we could have done. So, so you're pro segregation. I'm not pro segregation. Cause I don't. I, I'm not pro segregation. You, you okay? But I, I have a problem with him talking like that. Cause like, he's a white man. Yeah, like you trying to find your own space is a problem, especially when he even he even touched on it. Redlining, desegregation, redlining was way after desegregation, and you still kept us out of neighborhoods. Too. Yeah, and when we got in neighborhoods, y'all moved away and said, "Nah, y'all can't come here." And we're not gonna invest in. It. We're not gonna These invest places. in none of that shit. Man. Yeah. So basically, we could have stayed segregated. And built our own shit up. And been way better off. And been way better off. Because we were starting to do that. Mm-hmm. With Black Wall Street, with the arts. We Tulsa, doing, right? Keeping our money within the black community. These are things, these are statements that are coming around within the last five years. But it's probably what we should have been doing for the last 25 years. And they stopped that by just saying, what? Fuck that. We're together. Desegregation. So- Circulate your money in everything. So they got our money in their economy, but they're not giving us that the perks of coming along to their side. The banking system is totally rigged mm-hmm. against color. We can't move into neighborhoods that we want to move. And you know in. something? I know some I'm some moderates and some kind of conservative people like they'll say things like you know the law prevents things like that from happening and mm-hmm. you know federally you know stuff like that can't happen so you know your argument's wrong but then I have I kind of have a rebuttal because it's it's not the law you know that's necessarily the problem it's the people who who implement the laws right yeah there's always somebody who interprets the law for themselves and they're able to say yay or nay based upon the law there's always loopholes to get around it so on one side there's a whole community saying hey you know I don't understand why y'all are complaining because y'all can get it just like we can get it because there isn't a law that's preventing you from getting it per se. Okay. But it's the people who are implementing, who the the people who are stamping the paperwork, making the law. These are the people who are you know drawing the maps and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Like those are the people who are saying, okay, this isn't going to happen. Not in my town. Not in my bank. Not in my this. Not in my that. So at first I had a different opinion, you know, about desegregation and segregation, but now that Jamal says something, it's actually true because, you know, yeah, there can be an excuse that there's laws in place that prevent segregation, but at the end of the day, it's the people who implement those laws or say, no, you can't so, get this loan. No, so to play devil's advocate, right, what what would, what would be the benefit, right? I know if we would have continued it, say... Well, you said 25 years ago, right? Without including everyone else's dollar, how far can we really go, right? And then think of it in 2021, 2022, right? How can that happen now to just separate ourselves and everything is so intertwined? Just, just knowing how much black people spend, like there's literally numbers on how much we spend. Mm-hmm. Like one trillion dollars uh-huh. worth of, of of buying potential. Imagine you keep that money within the black community. 
right? Because we saw that they they did this back 1950s. They did this this without desegregation. Without desegregation, you would probably have a black car company, strictly black car company, making their own cars. You would probably have black farm producers. Not saying that you do. But it, it, it's literally like that Mike, um, what was that Killer Mike show when he when he when he went around just trying to buy black all black. It would force black people to produce things for black people, right? Outside of the white people, segregation. <laughs> so to be fair, a lot of things. Well, I guess, like, for example, right, our generation is more so, let's provide, you know, if we're going to buy, try to buy with the black, you know, even in the community, right? But, like, our parents' generation didn't really care too much, but their parents cared, so, like, it skipped the generation. Yeah. So, if that's if that skip didn't happen, then we may, because that, because that generation here specifically talked about was a lot of the ground laying to what we have now. A mm-hmm. lot of that generation literally boosted the majority of blacks into the middle class. Yep. So if that never happened and the older generation kept their money within and we got to see Black Wall Street grow and we got to keep Tulsa, we would have been literally Atlanta might have been in the middle of Oklahoma. Might have been, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We could have had a production like we could have a rust belt where we build everything. And and just hearing Bill Maher talk like that, I'll never forget this. This is while we were out um, in Blue Ridge. And um, your brother actually alluded to this. He was like, I like, I, I'm cool with conservatives. Like you post your Trump, you post your Trump flag, mm-hmm. you post your, uh, your, your 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 Dixie flag, whatever the Confederate flag you post that I know where you stand. Yeah, I know that. But niggas like Bill Maher talking like that, it's like my nigga. So you don't think he's backing up what he's actually talking? About? No, not that, not that. It's just that it's always coming from a place of privilege, and yeah. Like it could be, it could be easier. But okay, so oh. this is this is this is my thing about it, right? I don't know. I, I don't, don't have a problem with. Before you start, I do not know where white liberals stand. I don't know if you, w- w- what's going on. I mean, I even know, not knowing where, where he stands, shouldn't we? I won't say we should be happy, but shouldn't we acknowledge that he's trying to get a conversation started about it at least? That's basically what I was about to say. Like. Okay, so here's where I feel like I understand Jamal's point wholeheartedly. I didn't understand it before we yeah. started talking, but now I, I get it, and it's a very valid point. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's trying. You see what I'm saying? Like I might, Is I might he? not like it. I might not like it. I don't know what he's doing as a philanthropist. I don't know if he's actually in the community giving money and trying to change, you know, culture. Um, but creating a narrative for people to have conversations like this. Like, this is what he was speaking about. Yeah. Like, just because we're having this conversation, this conversation between us three may be able to put ideas into other people's heads about exactly. segregation, desegregation, you know, um, the plight of the black man versus the white man and, you know, everything in between. I feel like it's a conversation starter. So 
I feel like the conversation had to be had and it's kudos to him for being brave enough to stand up for something he knows nothing about per se. Um, it, and the intentions I feel like were good, but at the end of the day, it doesn't fix the problem. You see what I'm saying? That's, 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 his conversation was BS to me. Okay. Like, he told us what he feels in the first 10 minutes. There shouldn't be two national anthems. Okay. There shouldn't be... Black people owning black spaces. There shouldn't be. He didn't say that. But he's not talking no, about. No, but he did he's talking about the he reasons behind it. You it's shouldn't like, be able to go to a gym. If I want to just work out around black people, why the fuck I can't work out just around black people? He's saying you shouldn't. What you can't lift in front of white people? Like it's really condescending. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. And it's coming from. He a, did say that. And it's coming. He didn't from say it like I said it. But he said that. It's coming from an ignorant space. That's what I'm saying. Like. I don't believe that people who haven't lived the black experience can come from a place other than um, compassionate ignorance. Because at the end of the day, it's just like, I understand what he's saying, but he's never been black in a white space. He's and, never been black and being he, pulled over by the cops. And he just tried to weaponize that shit. In the grocery store. Like, this is when you're being so woke, you're racist. Yeah. He basically weaponized There are some people who are so woke that they're radical. That but I wouldn't say right. I, that is I don't know about racism. That's what I'm saying. I don't know the, way, the way he was talking was fucking crazy. Yeah, so woke that you're radical. He's I can see that wholeheartedly. But so woke that you're racist. Well, let's, also put, let's also put in a concept this is a satire show. That talks about weekly news. Too. You can't satire race. Not, yeah, no, no, I'm not saying. I'm saying, but take it into context. He's there to no, get reactions. But, but that is his thing. He's gonna tell you his political yeah, view regardless. Exactly. And he means that shit. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm not letting him off the hook because it's show satire. You can send some other satire shit. Like all Dave Chappelle shit satire. I but I'm saying his. He's. In his idea, he's doing exactly what he wanted to do, right? Start the conversation, get people talking, right? Was things better back then? Probably. Not saying as far as like the racist shit, but like the economy for black people. It's compassionate probably. ignorance. See, I don't, I don't like that we're saying he's starting a conversation. I don't yeah. feel like we're talking. Yeah, yeah no, talking. we're talking about it. Yeah, you're right. You two are right. Don't think I'm going against what you're saying, but the way he started the conversation, he could have said, "You would just I rather like a black this. man start." No, 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 not even. He said, "Like, I, he started off the conversation by, I have the right opinion. If you guys watch the show to have the opinion of what there is to have two national anthems, there shouldn't be two national anthems, and that's the right opinion." No, but that's, that's, have, that's, that's, there's no such thing as a right opinion. That's an opinion. That, that's that, 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 that is. That is. But he started like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's how he started. And then secondly, you right. cannot say it's for like somebody who, for a for a group in the class of people who literally fought for every right that they have on this on this land that we're currently occupying. You can't say that we should not have our own anthem because we had to in order to survive the shit that white America put us through back in the day. So, like, I understand the concept behind what he's trying to portray, but it's compassionate ignorance. I get that he's saying we should have one national anthem because we're all but he still just Americans. Get it. But he He'll did never not live the black experience, neither does he have the black trauma from being taught the black experience. So he's not going to understand that we needed 
our own anthem to even feel like we was a part of this country because Americans in general, white Americans, made us feel excluded. So in order for us to have pride in this country and to fight y'all senseless wars and to do all the shit that we did for this country, we had to have some type of pride in the land that we slaved for. So he really don't know what the fuck he's talking about, but... I don't got a problem with the dude. I'd love, I'd love to do an interview with him. Mm. <laughs> I would love to have a conversation just to open up his spectrum. That's what that's what conversation is about. That's what humanity is. The transfer of ideas from one human to the next to formulate an opinion to move forward. That's what that's what humanity is, bro. I'd love to talk to him, man. You just gotta be careful white liberals, bro. You just don't know where they stand. It's a it's sheep, a weird it's a weird it's, space. It's, it's a sheep in wolf's clothing sometimes. Yeah, because it's that like they develop very, your trust. That was very wolfish. Yeah. Thing. They develop your trust. <laughs> but they don't understand the experience. So I'm kinda empathetic towards their situation. Cause it's like yeah. they don't know. They don't know any better. They're trying, but they don't fucking know no better. Mm-hmm. And I have love for everybody. But as soon no soon as you show me those wolf's teeth. Teeths is teeth, teeth I'm out of I'm out of the shit, bro. Because I'm, I'm still not stupid. Because there are infiltrators that come just to change your ideology and agitate the um, progress. That is very much Facts. what I think he is. Like, He's <laughs> an infiltrator. Man, he privileged. Man, I've been hearing stories about this shit. About but, that nigga. You ever heard of Tiana Trump? She went on a podcast and talked about this nigga, Bill Bryan. The porn star? Yep. Well, that's crazy because I know a lot of compassion He has a black fetish, first yeah. of all. I mean, it's not expensive to buy Tiana, but you can just look at it too. Never mind. I'm about to say some shit. <laughs> I'm about to say some shit. Now I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> Damn, that kind of leads us into the whole uh, border situation. How? Oh, oh race. <laughs> <laughs> happening down there, Jamal. This is Texas too, right? Yeah. People trying to get in. Texas, what the fuck? So, People trying to get in. It is a whole bunch of migrants that, I think, what? I they came from Haiti. Yes. I don't know they what came from part Haiti. of Haiti. Yeah. How it's Haitian fuck? migrants. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, like, the earthquake and show. So, I thought they were the Spanish. Way, no. So the way they, it works, there's only 15,000 of them. It's a lot of 15, them. Only 15,000 <laughs> of them? Compared to 100,000 just coming up across the border. No, it's different. So it's 15,000 After the last Haitian earthquake slash, they moved. This is going on for 10 years. Like some They're of them, like, we got to go. So they went to Central America. Mm-hmm. So that's where they were living making their life in Central America. Even if you look at, even if you're a true foodie, you will know that like, Haitians have like, reformed Mexican, like, cuisine. Cuisine. They went down there, brought everything from Haiti, and they're setting up shops and mixing it and matching it and whatnot. So they've been down there, but now they're making their way. They made their way through Colombia, like they went to South America, made their way through Guatemala, El Salvador, and now they're here. In the in the states, they're they they're, the they're on the border. Yeah. They're on the border. So there's there's totally two different situations. Like they're crossing back, like 
now that those pic- those pictures are crazy. Though. Horrible. Just literally white people on fucking horses. Horses. You didn't see the pictures? Whipping, whipping. Up. And it no, looks, I didn't see the pictures. So, so, you know, like, so in the picture, it's a still frame, and the guy's, like, riding around, and it's like this. And it's like the rain, you know, the, the thing that you use to steer the horse. His, for some reason, was, like, super long, and it looks like he's, like, whipping the people. On horses. Welcome and, to America. <laughs> and the only thing the Biden administration did was like, there won't be horses on the border. <laughs> yeah, they cut that. The hell yeah, they had to cut that shit. But that's not the problem. It's not the horses. But that shit's sad, though. That shit really sad, but welcome to America, bro. But like, that's your... They're not even welcome to America. They're not I understand back, that. Yeah. Except the fact that they're so living that experience. A lot of them are getting deported. Some of them are coming getting across though like if you have a family they're prioritizing so basically the border has been closed down by um covid by the mm-hmm. by cdc uh and i didn't even know cdc was powerful. was that since Hell trump yeah. the cdc did that powerful huh? also it's on the trump part, i don't think right? that trump yeah did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah yeah trump yeah, yeah trump set it up to where the border is completely closed. Everybody has to either go back to Mexico or they're getting flown the fuck out. Like yeah. the border is closed. Somewhere <laughs> along the line, everybody's been watching the presidential candidates and all that, and they feel like the border is back open for business. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. The, the, the CDC recommended order is still um, still in place. Um, so after this, so they've been deporting them right back, right back to uh, Haiti, and that's a problem. So they have been opening amnesty up to some, some with children, like ones with children, they've been letting them, give them a court date, give them into the country, and then come back. See, that's the thing. They never come back for the court date, do they? They, it more, more than likely, they do come back for the mm. court date. And if they're not, then... They're and here. There's no. It's a warrant out for your yeah. rest. So if you fuck up in any way, you can't you're work. Gone. You're gone. <laughs> like it's like it's, it's not, not a lie. So that's what that's that's the misconception of, of a lot of Americans think. Like they don't go back to their court date. Just think of you miss your court date. It's a warrant out, and niggas are lucky. I mean, I'm not missing the court date. That's the easiest way to get fucked up. <laughs> I don't know what I'm <laughs> Especially in America. They, got a warrant so you deserve the right to go to your court date get it right if a judge says you go back you go back but i do i mean it's kind of a catch-22 because i when i first heard about it i was like what are they supposed to do you gotta send them back like it's fifteen thousand of y'all in a fucking on the border of a texas town the governor is already not playing with you. Like he's finding stupid ways to keep y'all out. Like he lined a whole bunch of cars up to make a little whack ass border. border. Yeah, like just some stupid shit that just symbolizes you're not you're not getting in. in. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't make any effect. Like niggas are laughing at that shit. Other people, so some of them are getting in. Some of them are getting deported. If you come here single, they're sending your ass back. It, some of them uh, Haitians are like, I'll just go back to Mexico. Yeah. And they're chilling in Mexico, which I think they, it's not a bad trade off. It's not a bad trade off. They probably. It's a lot I mean, you get the drug. You get not the drugs. The gangs over there, though. There's yeah. gangs here. Yeah. There's gangs in Haiti. Yeah. There's gangs in gangs Haiti. everywhere. 
his gang, gang is really gang. bad at Haiti. <laughs> I think so. The Haitian, um, the convoy of Haiti, well, the um, I forget what you call it, but he um, put his um, re- retirement in. Prime he Minister, left. not the Prime Minister, the um, ambassador to Haiti. Okay. The walk between. He put his. He said you can't um, send people back to a destabilized economy and economy like. Haiti. So what's yeah. America's policy? It's just like if you're living in a country that is completely like unstable. They just want you to go through you the process have the right for ten years. Yeah. If you have a, if you, if you. Okay. So amnesty is is weird. So like, if you're facing and and this is a fucking. Um, this is a world, a world um, tenant. Yeah, tenant. So, if you're um, if you're in Haiti, not Haiti, but if you're going through anything like you're a refugee of war, that's why Afghanistan refugees are coming over here. Like, if you're a refugee, you have the right to go to a country and file amnesty for the country to protect you. Like, I, I know people that have done that that are here. Um, from El Salvador, from Mexico, they all found amnesty and then they're good in their lives. Are fine. Yeah. So, I've seen it work. Um, Trump didn't believe it. He cut the amnesty, the refugee count down to like 15,000. It was usually 60 or 50. Per year? Yeah. That, that was a cap for the, much of the amnesty. Um... And, but every country has it. Every country yeah. will accept refugees. Amount. Yeah, they all of them have a certain cap by the country. Britain, all of them. But because there's so many failing states right close to America, and America is the beacon of the world. Hope. <laughs> I would never look for the like UK. But... Like, but but it it. It's a whole different conversation. It's a long conversation. It's a long conversation. You can't get into it. It's a long conversation. I will like, not relinquish my citizenship, but god damn it. Because, because you get European, European yeah. countries, Fuck here. European countries are going through the same thing where there's a far right being formed up because of the integration of, of, um, of, Races. No, integration of uh, other countries coming into your country. Mm. So there's a for- right. That's what Brexit. That's half of what Brexit was all about. Is about Britain's talking about um, immigrants coming in, taking all their jobs. Yeah, cool. Open border there, right? And now Britain finds out there's not enough fucking truck drivers because we're kicking out. We made it so difficult for immigrants to come in. So now we have a shortage of this, this, that, and this, and that. Doctors, all types of shit. I'm gonna. I've, I've talked way too much through this, <laughs> and I'm not in the mindset to do it. But I will end with this, right? I will end with this. I'll end with saying, you have to be careful because every country needs manpower. Yeah. And if an if someone from a, another country can come to your country and take your, your job. job, that is your fault. Yeah. If you don't want to Honestly. work, and someone's willing to work, yeah, that then is, that's on you. That's on you. That's I, I completely 
Because there's plenty of fucking jobs out here in America now that there's a pandemic, guys. And people still don't want to work. People don't want them shits. People still don't want to work. Totally. And America, the thing about America is they will accept, like, there's literally, like, um, through schools and stuff, like, come to school programs. Mm -hmm. They fill out their biochemistry um, work orders from people from other states. They do their science. They, like, now that he cut that down, like Trump cut it down, they're having problems filling those kind of roles. And that's what makes America, like, you know, one of the forerunners in technology and all these other type of things is because we we embrace education from other countries so that we can have different exchanges of information and thought processes. But when you put a limit on that, that limits the... Because everybody knows that, not necessarily integration, but... What is it called when you have a bunch of different cultures in one country that contribute to the greater... Melting pot? Yeah, Yeah, like that's the whole (laughs) purpose of like the American dream to me is not necessarily the white picket fence, the nine to five, and all that bullshit that they teach you with the American dream. It's 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 the cultural mix that we have that makes... That you is know, literally better. every first world country's thing. Like, you're gonna mix. Like, Canada's a crazy mix. Germany's a crazy mix. Britain's a crazy mix. You gotta accept it. You gotta accept that it's shit. It's what makes people, it's what makes society better, bro. It's supposed to take what you have, mix in what's new to make something better for everyone. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that shit, you're about to become Russia. Like, that's literally, the basics, trouble, that's literally the basics of science. Like, if you would even get down to the nitty gritty, like, and even Science. Russia, even Russia is a fucking melting pot at the same time. Yeah. So it's like I'm not talking good Russia, but I'm open I would not. Either. I'm open to Maybe it. Jamaican's a Russian. You know what? Really? It's fucking insane. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> We're everywhere. Huh? <laughs> We're everywhere. <laughs> There's black. There, well, literally, black people are literally all over the earth. So it's just like big facts. It's not even a surprise. So yeah, this actually broke today. Uh. R. Kelly found guilty on all co- all counts, including sexual exploitation of a child, kidnapping, racketeering, and sex trafficking, involving six victims, and he's facing 10 years to life. Uh, good for that nasty motherfucker. Uh, give him life, lock him up, throw away the damn key. Uh, this nigga is disgusting. <laughs> I don't really have much to say to that, but I figured uh, we do have to kind of report that being... Uh, the type of podcast we are that we want to be of the people for the people. So, uh, do you guys have anything to say on that, R. Kelly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm disappointed in R. Kelly mainly because I really, really do enjoy his music. Um, it was a big part of my childhood. It's a big part of culture. Um, I was there from you know the stuff that he did with Michael Jackson all the way to the Chocolate Factory. Maybe not um, the next greatest person. You know, musically, he's, mu- he's a musical genius, but at the yeah. end of the day, I might find myself feeling uncomfortable listening to the music because now I'm trying to figure out, like, You're trying to who the fuck it. was he singing about? Like, what age were they, you know? And, 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 and in my head, it's just like, I could associate the song to, you know, whatever age group or race or whatever the case may be that I want to associate the song yeah. to. But at the end of the day, it's just like, because he was a predator, I don't want to support his music because it was music that was based upon his ideology behind the type of women that he liked. Yeah. Though his catalog is absolutely fucking amazing. So it's yeah. like, it's hard for me to change an R. Kelly song just because of his charges because the music is great. 
But at the end of the day, I still kind of feel guilty listening to the music after a while because it's just like, AJ ain't nothing but a number. Like Some of the songs are downright disgusting. He was kind of letting people know in the play. But nobody understood it. <laughs> in, play, it. in play, in view, like, yep. people were, we were he was like saying. And uh, the, the, the pastor who did uh, the wedding with him and Aaliyah finally came out this year and it was talking about how the document was forged and yeah, like people signed everything and no one's supposed to talk about it and shit like that. So, it's been going on for a mad long. For a mad long. Too long. Yeah. Too long. And those are just the people who came out and spoke out against it. So just imagine, you know, how much more could have been out there. Yeah. And still don't want to come out and say anything. Just because some people just don't want to deal with it. Some people might have been able to move on and kind of just move on with their lives and not deal with it. And some people are just traumatized by it and don't want to deal with anything. <laughs> that has to deal with the situation. Yeah. But so. it's also the power of money. Like, R. Kelly was the ticket, right? So it's just like, all these people that's around him, they're seeing what he's doing and they're understanding that it's wrong. But at the end of the day, it's like snitching on your lottery ticket, which I feel like should have been done, in my personal opinion. But, because I know how to get money else other ways. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, in their thought processes and perception, it's just like, damn, this nigga R. Kelly's dirty. But he has number one singles, you know. <laughs> so it's just like, damn, I'm finna, I'm finna snitch on my income. I got kids to feed. Da, da, da. Listen, so yeah. it's like it's horrible. It can be, it can be falsely justified. I will say though, in your absence of not trying to support him, just download his fucking music. He won't get paid anytime you you fucking play it. Like LimeWire. LimeWire, Kazaa, UTorrent, whatever you gotta fucking use. Mm. There's, there's ways around that shit where. Yeah, I can understand some people. It's hard to for some people to separate the music from the man. And I understand why some people would say, no, fuck that completely. Yeah. I'm not even going to listen to his greatest hits. I believe I could fly. Fucking step in the name of love. Fucking, like, there's hits. TP2, like, there's, there's hits on his, on his he has. Girl, but some people think, well, and I mean... I'm so I'm borderline with it. I won't say I listen to it, but if it comes on a playlist randomly, I know it's not on uh, like Spotify and shit. All those streaming yeah. people took them down. Yeah. Uh, but my computer has some of that stuff already previously on yeah, there. If you guys yeah. get what I'm saying, yeah. so I heard R. Kelly. So sometimes it does randomly come up, and I'm like, oh, I haven't heard that song in forever, and then I'm like, oh, it's fucking R. Kelly. It's so then it does kind of switch like on and off sometimes, but. Step in the name of love, and you can't get step, step, step. But step. I understand completely why anyone would say, fuck him, fuck his music. I don't care if it's legal, illegal. This nigga is disgusting. Put him underneath the fucking dirt. Especially after watching that docuseries. That shit, that shit. That was like watching a murder mystery. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Good thing I'm not into those type of shows. Well, that bro, show is. I will say this. The one thing I have to say. If you believe you can fly, you should try it out. Cause you go, he go on in jail forever. Oh, <laughs> you should try it now. Yeah, now's the time. Now's the time to figure it out. Now's the time to figure it out. Yeah, since '94, '92, I don't, I forgot what Space Jam came out. Drink some Red Bull, see if it gains your wings, nigga. But time to jump. Wings. He is. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> we think that nigga getting wings. 
this charge? Not, not those ways. Oh, not those ways. Uh, no, not those ways. He is going. He's done. <laughs> if there is a spiritual there's no, hell. There's no redemption. There's no redemption for yeah, If there's a spiritual hell, I mean, he has a first class ticket there. So, uh, yeah. Uh, just wanted to just bring that up. That did break today. And I figured that we do have an obligation to at least let the people know what happened in that situation. Um, damn, what else do we have? I think it's trapped. <laughs> He's about to be trapped in a closet, but trapped in a jail cell, jail cell, jail cell. Um, did y'all see the the gorillas giving oral sex? That's kind of such a big it. weird jump. I don't think that's. I did see it, and it just reminds me of humanity. It's just like. Humans be fucking too. Yeah, so the way I just saw it is just like how you would see it. It's like also science shit, yeah. right? Just like earlier this year, they was talking about how chimpanzees are now entering the uh, uh, the stone age. Like yeah. they're making stones and using stones effectively, right? They're supposed to be the closest things biologically to us, right? Yeah. DNA-wise. Other than fungus. Other than fungus, which is why we all basically or rat. Or rat. Or rat. But in a, in a way... Right, you would think that if if we get in fellatio, you yeah. would think that a monkey wants some head. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, I, I just didn't think they'll do it in public in captivity. In of a, course they would because they don't have the same social constructs that we have. They don't care who's watching. Yeah. I'm gonna get this top. They don't understand. And I was just like, and it's so crazy because it's not the only gorilla video I've seen. Shit. Bro, y'all know that um, koalas have eighty percent of their population has chlamydia. Yep. Yeah. Koalas. The koala the, men uh, are fucked. Fucked up. That's like half of the uh, population in um, what is that? That little old people town in fucking Florida. I forgot what it's called, but half of them have chlamydia too. More than half. That's the biggest concentration of chlamydia in the world. Yeah, because right, it's, really? so, it's just so yeah. old and free and fucking yeah. like, I'll we, tell you the thing we right gonna, now. We're going to die soon anyway. We're going to die soon anyway. Give me that ass. They got to send those nursing home. They got antibodies for that. We can't get, you can't get pregnant, bitch. You can't get antibodies for that. Don't worry about it. We'll fix that right on up. Um, I do have one to bring this up. We did have a short video clip of Drake and Tory Lanez playing basketball together. So shout out to Canada, to uh, Jamal. So I know there's a switch back into music a little bit, but do you think we will ever get like uh, a Tory Lanez Drake like collab slash album? That would be no, not, a, not an album. That would be amazing. Mixtape EP. I think a song. We already have a song. What song do they have? They have a song. They put out a song right when they scratch the beat. I forgot what it was. I don't remember that song. But if they're playing basketball on, together, on the album. Does it make the cut? It's on the um extended version. Oh. But if they're playing basketball together, wouldn't you think they would be in this like they're musicians? Like they're not in the studio, they just was like, hey mate, let's play I don't know how Canadians speak, but let's play basketball together. Yeah. How do you what is it? What do, what do Canadians do? They put like A at the bruv, end of everything? Bruv, a yeah, <laughs> bruv is British. Yeah, bruv is definitely British. Shit. They all never mind. But I do think, I wish, uh, that would be a pretty dope album if we get, or EP. Um, I would rather, I would much rather Future and Drake album. I love yeah. Future and Drake. It's a good combination. Like Future, the Future and everybody is we a pretty heard, good combination. Yeah, we heard pretty that already album. with all their singles that they had together. It's like, like, we already know what the whole I thing would be about. Yeah. Mm. 
even know what the whole shit would be about. That's just dope. Like Future and Uzi. Future has a like Future is like another two chains. And they're both from Atlanta. Like they have mad features with niggas. Yeah. I mean, ideally, if you're nice, your features is what can make your whole career. Yeah. Like two chains. Hundred <laughs> K feature. <laughs> I mean, I mean, most not a lot of artists is doing that. If you you do two verses, you good for the year. Unless you want to do some shopping. Yeah. Shit, give me one verse, I'm good for the year. Well, it's so what? funny because this nigga, uh, Lil Wayne, was like, I'm just sitting back waiting for rappers to thank me. Then nada. And the way that I interpreted that line and that music was he has built a name for himself to where and people are paying for him for his features. And I believe that his features are million dollars a piece. So it's Ooh. like, he's just sitting back waiting for the rappers to thank me. So people are just buying verses from him and he's making millions of dollars a year. Just from features. Lil Wayne? Oh, yeah. He said, I'm just waiting for these rappers to thank me. Like, he doesn't have to come up with huge projects because people want them, him on his shit. So that's how he's making his money. And that's that's pretty much, you know, I mean, the goal, right? Is to build a brand for yourself to wherein everything else is residual like you don't have to work as hard because your brand speaks for itself yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean and you also got to think that some people are just trying to capture a fire wayne verse at people so always get those spits so. he's been doing good recently yeah he's been having his moments again so we'll we'll see i mean i'm still not the biggest fan of his but i'll listen if he drops some shit um so what do you guys think about we'll keep it in entertainment are you guys hyped for uh, Nintendo announced the new Super Mario movie that they're uh, making for next year? No. Yeah. So as of right yeah. now, it has uh, Chris Pratt play Mario, uh, Anya Taylor Joy as Princess Peace. I don't even know who that is. Uh, Charlie Day as Luigi. He's funny as hell. Jack Black as Bowser. That's almost too good of a person for that. That's good. Uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. That's great. Uh, yeah. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. <laughs> so was it a comedy? It sounds like they're going heavy comedy with this. And Fred Harmonson as Cranky Kong. Who's Cranky Kong? Donkey Kong's uncle. But just, Donkey oh, Kong's yeah, father. Yeah, so, a couple of things that comes to my head with this as a gamer. Uh-huh. The first thing that comes to mind is one, fine, let's have a better Super Mario movie from the one that was in the 90 that was complete garbage. I don't remember that one. Oh, that was. You can watch it now. No, thank you. You should. It's culture. It's not horrible. It's gonna go like old shit. You like, should watch it so you can have a shit. reference point to what they're gonna do in the Okay, so we can talk about it. Yeah. I'll do that. Um, so that's one thing. Definitely update it because that one wasn't great. The effects were sucky. The it, like it was just bad, right? Um, two, as a gamer, being live action, right? Mm-hmm. Are they trying to go for the Super Smash Bros. multi-universe? If they go, are they going to try to do Like that? Marvel Maybe. and DC? Because <laughs> that was always like the thing they were trying to do, was trying to find a way to get... Because this thing about that universe, all the games in one place... That's a that's a spin-off, 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 spin Mario can have his that sounds like this characteristic sounds like a pretty good basis to start off a journey into 
some interdimensional something coming down and then he finds Link and Link is like, oh, let's do this. Well, you need, well we need to see more. So okay, we definitely to need more. to see more. Because I feel like gaming is a little bit more, like superhero comics and shit, that was easy That's to replicate. Done, yeah. You see what I'm saying? There's a blue But yeah. the video games video are a little bit more different. animated There's, and fantasy. But so I, like, will, I will say that's the thing that's happening now in entertainment. They are starting to finally take stories from games and make them into movies. For example, Last of Us for PlayStation. That was like one of the best stories, best games on PlayStation. Assassin's like, Creed? Ever. They're not doing that yet. Well, actually, I think they I are. I think they did. They are doing yeah. Assassin's Creed. Like they're no, they're redoing they, it. I feel like they're they redoing did it already. No, but, you know what you're thinking about? Sands of Persia. Remember? That's Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Uh, but but what movie, they're doing yeah. now with Last of Us, that zombie movie, is they're making it on HBO yeah. for... Uh, as a, a rendition of the game because that story is so in-depth so good they're able to make that easily into a story they said they're going to add some stuff to fill in the blanks you know what the actual you're right because now that i think about and it the state you got to think about the story's already there the for stories them. is there <laughs> they, they gotta, be good ass actors yeah, exactly. come up with like a rating like, like for, pg um, like for the girl in in Last of Us, they got oh before she came out as yeah. the dude that had Ellen Page playing her because I was a person who played the voice in the game, but then she came out as a trans, and I don't think I haven't heard anything about her keeping that role or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I do think. Uh, oh, and now they're doing the Uncharted with um, Tom Holland Spider Man. Yeah, He's straight. Like the story in Uncharted, it's freaking great. There, and I think there, there is an Assassin's Creed movie. There, yeah. I know for uh-huh. a fact there's an Assassin's Creed. But that's how much from when? That's a couple of years ago. It's a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying they're making a new one now. Yeah, but Every, Sony has now a movie studio underneath them that's in head of their their games to movies. Kind of like how Marvel has Kevin Feige to direct everything from the comics. They have someone now at Sony that's doing that for their for their games. But you know how I think it can work? Because I didn't think about this before, right? There's this show on Netflix called Once Upon a Time. I don't know the original um, network that premiered it, but it is on Netflix now. And Once Upon a Time is literally, from start to finish, a story about uh, Rumpelstiltskin, uh, Beauty and the Beast, all that other type of stuff. And it's live. It's live. Like, it's human beings, but they make story. They make these fairy tales. And the stories that they portray in these TV shows so intricate mm-hmm. that it's interesting to watch. So yeah. I can see them doing the same thing for Mario and this, but they would have to make these characters badass because the characters in the video games are like real playful. Mm-hmm. You have to give Mario a different personality. Like I you think have to give with, Link a different personality. Like all no, people, you can't take the personalities from the characters. They have twenty five plus years of what their personality is. You can't just so like no, 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 video game. No, like, you can't up and change. You have to find someone who can embody the role. And give it a, a different personality while embodying. The yes, a hundred percent. Yes, yeah. yeah I yeah. think Chris Pratt is a good fit for Mario. Uh, they actually even. Uh, what does this guy look like, Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt, the guy from uh, Garden, Star uh, Gardens of Galaxy, the white guy. I know name. I mean, I know faces. I don't know names very well. He was in uh, Parks and Recreation too. Oh, the guy. Yeah, yeah. him. Before oh, he got super ripped. He's yeah. Mario. Yeah, he's Mario. I, I understand the whole cultural appropriation thing and how representation matters, but it's really hard because there's so many different type of white culture. Like, it's like, okay, they should be able to portray the character as long as they know how to do accents. 
Yeah. And can grow a mustache or get some shit painted on their face. Like, they're still white. Yeah. They're still gonna look the same. Still gonna look the same. Have you guys seen that shit on, uh, you guys on Netflix, Squid Game? Mm -mm. I've seen Squid Game. Game. It's, it's, it's really crazy because it's just like, they're picking people from society and then forcing them to- No, 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 they're not being forced, my friend. <laughs> okay, so I fell You asleep. got it wrong. I fell asleep, so I kept waking in and up. Like, I was, I was waking I'm in. not gonna spoil shit. It's, it's definitely a watch it, but like, to not spoil, I can give a synopsis saying like, do you think you could win some of your childhood games like- Red light, red, green light? Yup, red light, green light. Fuck no. Uh, things like that, so it's a, Basically, these are people who are down on their luck. They're in debt like millions upon billions of dollars, and they're like in a hole. They can't fucking do shit right. And some opportunity comes up, they all go not knowing what's happening. And when shit happens, it turns up really fast. Really fast. What is that one? What, yeah, episode one, like 30 minutes in, you're like, <laughs> you're like, what? You're like, what did I just turn on? And then it does not stop from there. Yeah. Every episode does. Do they die? Yeah, I remember waking up and they were playing red light, green light, bro. And like somebody moved. That's not all of it. There's a whole multiple of other sides, shit. but that story. But the family that figure it out. What? That show's no, freaking nuts. What would you do? Well, so you wanna you don't think you could win like the floor is lava to go like hell no. Air? I wanna try my life. My life? Or the floor is lava? Yeah. I'm clumsy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm my son reincarnated. I mean, my son is me. We like we are the same person. He falls and trips, and I fall and trips. There was one part called Honeycomb, and boy, that show is tense as shit. I won't even explain what happens. You'll get it when you get there. It's like episode two, called Honeycomb, and it's a game. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, the pressure in that. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, but that's definitely. I'm not like. It's crazy how I watch shows. I don't watch shows that like. Everyone's jumping to that shit now, but I was on it before it got like like popular. I just didn't finish it. Mm -hmm. But now everyone's getting on it. But like, I don't typically watch shows the same time people it's are the watching hype. the shit. Yeah. yeah, I try to avoid the hype so I don't get like biased opinions and things like that. Yeah. To be honest, I just started getting into Snowfall. I'm on season one, like episode eight now. They're like, "Come on, episode be done with season one." So. <laughs> you know what I started doing? I stopped letting the I stopped letting the cover art decide whether or not I'm going to watch no, it. No, you got There's a study out that says that four episodes four episodes will determine if you're going to like it. Exactly. So I, I I go to Netflix. They have a feature where you can just shuffle, right? And so I go to the shuffle, and then I see something that catches my eye. Fuck the cover art. And I watched four episodes, and if I like it, I'll watch it. And that's how I got into a lot of these TV shows where I look at the cover art, and I'm like, nah, I'm not watching that shit. Mainly because it's like an all-white cast. Yeah. I don't want to make this seem like a white people bashing episode. Like, oh, it's really not that. Because we said a lot of shit about white people. I like white people. But we are, like, it's a lot. I don't want it to seem like that, but at the end of the day, it's just like, I'm, I support multicultural art, right? So when I'm looking at a cover art, if I'm seeing like two little white boys, two, you know, parents that's black, I mean, white and white, I'm just like, eh, is this something that I'm gonna be interested in? Is this something that I don't go by, to? I don't go by cover no. art, I go by the description. I can't read the description. And there's two different descriptions. The one that's just as you're scrolling through, 
And then there's one when you actually click it and it shows you like play episode one, episode, yeah. and that's two different. If I don't, if it's not strong enough for me, like then I'm like, I'll wait. Mm-hmm. But like, if it looks good and like the description gets me, it's like my biggest thing is I add everything to my queue and then I just like never get to it again. And it's like, just be lost in the abyss of the queue. The abyss. That's why I play shuffle. <laughs> but it's like, you, you know, I, I do the same thing, right? Wait, wait, what did you say you do? Whoa. I add everything to my queue list. And I never actually I had a point, but I it. forgot. Fuck <laughs> I just I just enjoy I just enjoy the art. So it's just like I try to give things chances. Um, and I'll give you four episodes. You have four episodes to catch my attention. But if you're dubbed, you probably have one yeah. episode. If you're dubbed and you're not really speaking English with your mouth, but it sounds like English, oh, I'll give you one episode. No, no, it's definitely, it's a Korean One show, so it's not, it, you, you know how those, mm. it's not mouth probably because mm. they dub it over. I couldn't watch Baruto. So, but however, you can change Baruto's it, you can change the features to where it's speaking Korean and you just read the subtitles. But it's like the it's mouth. They be like, that's what I'm saying, you can change the audio language that's coming out to the Korean of the show. I look at their mouths, that's what fucks me up. I'm looking at their mouth. It's a weird thing. So read the text. get it, it's weird. That's very weird. It's weird. Let's read the text. Let's <laughs> read the damn text. But I use captions for English shows. But I can't read English captions for other. That's the most backward shit I have ever heard. That's weird, bro. That's just me. Um, I don't really have anything else, yo. Me either, bro. This is a good. This was a good day. Wrap us up. Let's get out of here. All right, man. I would like to thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the Black Entourage Podcast. Like I said before, we appreciate you guys. Even if I didn't say it before, we do appreciate you guys. Make sure you follow us on Spotify, Amazon Music, or Amazon Podcast, or Amazon Music. Okay, Amazon Music, and then we're on iTunes, and we're also on YouTube. Yep. So follow us, man.